You're listening to a preview of a premium episode of Champagne Sharks. To get access to this premium episode, as well as the full archive of back premium bonus episodes, go to patreon.com forward slash Champagne Sharks. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com forward slash Champagne Sharks and sign up for only $5 a month. For only $5 a month, you get this and every other premium bonus episode, meaning double the content. It's a great deal. And without further ado, here is the preview. And I'm not going to try. I'm going to try to avoid spoilers. It's not a major scene, but um, when they were dressed up as the Ghostbusters, you remember that con- that little conversation yes. they had between the two that were both, uh, they were both the same character from the Ghostbusters franchise. Yeah. And then the 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 black kid is like, no, I'm supposed to be this guy. The other, no, you're not supposed to be him. You're supposed to be Winston, you know. And why? Because I'm black. You know, that was the closest that they and and, set, and set up. <laughs> that was the closest they came to having a really interesting. See, like that's a perfect example of what I mean when I when I critique it for not bringing anything new to the table. If they went further with moments yeah. like that, that would be cool because you take all the old nostalgia, but you also extend it a little bit further to a place where the old things didn't go. Because that's a good point. Because they have a debate, and it's a good point. Why is Winston the lamest? You know, they start talking about it, and then it gets dropped right away, and they go right back to business as usual. And you're right. That was a pretty right. interesting thing because because the guy was like, "Why do I do Winston? Because I'm black." And then you know that was a great great thing he said. It was so good. He said, "If Winston's so cool, why don't you be Winston?" Like you know. And he's like, "You're saying, yeah, yeah, you're yeah. saying he's cool for me." So then put your money where your mouth is. You do that. Exactly. And the kid was like, "Uh, no, I don't want to be. I can't. Yeah, I can't. Yeah. yeah. Like that was cool. I." I wish they had more moments like that where they kind of subvert the expected, you know, because that that was kind of stuff you would have never seen in those old eighties. I think that I think that type of thing. If they, I think if they'd have went a little bit further, I think that would have you know probably upset some of the you know the fair skin nerds who really kind of balk at that type of you know uh, injection of those yeah, type of yeah. you know themes into the movies they get really upset easily like, oh, about it here we go again but they didn't even, they didn't so, even do it with race basic. they could have uh, done it with other things too but you know they, they didn't do it with anything as far as like you know subverting like for example they could have done it actually i was gonna say with feminism but that would actually make the nerds even maybe even matter in the race if if you try to uh talk about oh hell yeah like subverting well you see how they acted oh when they when they uh made the uh, female version of ghostbusters you see how they oh, react. Yeah, yeah. To be f- they really mm-hmm. get upset when you defeat some of their sacred cat. You know, go after some of their sacred cows. We're gonna say T to be to fair. Be fair. I think a lot of that was created by the media, because um, one thing I realized after somebody wrote about it, and I went back and looked, there was like twelve fortune guys who were like super vocal about um you know that stuff like the the media especially the uh, makers of the show they kind of cynically exaggerated the outcry 
just so that they can then turn it in their marketing to do you want to stick it to do you want to stick uh, it to those uh yeah. to, to those alt-right types you know watch our movie they made watching the movie into a feminist statement so they can yeah. exaggerated the um well, I guess I've seen that. I guess I've seen them do that a lot of times to where they where, you know, something will come out and then people are more vocal about a, a reaction that they think is going to come that never really. Yeah. Comes. And, and, you know, oh, people, people are going to sit up here and say, but it's not that many people sitting up there and saying it. So I guess, yeah, I mean, I, you know, it's one of those things where it's actually that. more people perpetuating what they think somebody's going to say. It's kind of like a self-fulfilling prophecy in a sense. You know, it's like how we see on Twitter sometimes where someone will say, oh, no, they're, all these people are talking, going to say um, something bad about this person. And then you get, you know, 50,000 tweets about some the people reacting to yeah. what that person said and like five tweets of someone actually saying the thing that they were being accused of, you know, yeah, saying. Yeah, and it, people start doing their um, response threads like, Listen, you know, some some work, some work person's like, listen, it's time for me to do an education thread to educ- educate all these uh, haters. Or they start playing those gifs like um, yeah. White Tears. like, But the White Tears haven't even happened yet. You know, yeah. they, they show, yeah. they show like, <laughs> White Tears. And it's like, the two white guys. I'll give you an example. The Black Panther trailer came out and all these blurs were putting all these threads about, oh, look at all the white tears of... Uh, haters man because there's an all black civilization on screen it's technologically advanced yeah. and I was looking there was like a couple right. of birds saying that and then I was like um who's saying that and then they were like um oh we haven't seen it yet but, but you know it's coming you know that's what they're thinking yeah, <laughs> they're kind of they're trying to they're preempting the white tears, and then the, when the white tears never come, it's they want the white they what? want the white tears. That's what we talked about before in the yeah. last episode. Like people want to be trolled; they just want that excuse to just say what they wanted to say for attention anyway. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah oh, that's right. That's right. Exactly. Yeah, that's funny. Man. They um, there was a couple of articles even about how fake and cynical this uh fake feminist um marketing spin to ghostbusters was like i think uh jacobin did an article was called fake controversy terrible com uh comedy by this lady eileen jones and she was talking about oh yeah oh yeah yeah here we go i'll just put the opening uh Paragraph. I thought it was pretty good. Uh, this lady Eileen Jones says, "The new Ghostbusters will be will long be remembered as a feminist high point in American film history, proving that talented women can carry a big budget franchise film that was formerly a vehicle for male performers." No, I'm just kidding. The film's a forgettable piece of junk. It even looks like junk because director Paul Feig is so hell bent on replicating a successful franchise. He apparently told the production designer to evoke the ugly 1980s look of the original mega hit, including its cheesy, primitive, neon-colored CGI and special effects. Every set looks like it was built by high school students during an I Ain't Afraid of No Ghost prom theme. (laughs) (laughs) Nobody should consider these Ghostbusters important for any reason whatsoever. Don't believe the hype. The Ghostbusters publicity campaign has used 
fanboy misogyny, which is always worth ignoring, to whip up a furious counter-reaction promoting the film as a feminist cause celebre. It has worked like a charm. So, so she goes through this whole thing about how there were actually more think pieces, and this is what you said, what you guys said, more threads uh, criticizing the haters than there were actual haters. And there was this guy on um, YouTube who was talking about how I'm not going to watch this movie, but he was saying he wasn't going to watch the movie because he thought it was a cynical cash grab. Uh, the SJWs took this guy and they made the guy, and I believe it too, they made the guy into this monster who was like, oh, the the girls are taking our toys. You know, I'm tired of the girls taking all the guy stuff. I don't want to watch it. And when I read the articles talking about how ridiculous the marketing play was, they kept bringing up this guy. So I went and I looked at the original video and the guy had like a reasoned, normal argument about why he thought the movie was going to be cliched and hacky. And I was like, wow, I totally bought into this narrative. Like this guy became public enemy misogynist number one for just like a regular movie <laughs> saying, that, hey, yeah, the, critique, so. the critique of the movie as, you know, the set designs were some high school kids done it. For their We Ain't Afraid No Ghost prom theme. That was hilarious. Have any of you guys seen the movie? Do you guys agree with that assessment? 